0: As a four time MVP, at this point, I can't do no more. It's Kobe, LeBron, me, it's just (laughs) literally, it's all the greats. Have you seen my pants today? Can you guys get this? Guys, can we get this? Guys, can we get a zoom in on this? (laughs) Uh, Look at at this. First of all, look at the Look, look, you can't, you know, you can't write fashion. fashion. If fashion was a sport, Let me tell you where I'd be. You'd be a winner. I'd be in the Hall of Fame is where I'd be. I don't red pants. Only people to pull off red pants is me, Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy. That's it. Me and Peyton share the same type of DNA. We're winners, and we both can throw a football, and we both identify with audibles and huddle changes.
1: Welcome to SC Featured. I'm Jen Latta. If you don't know Kevin Hart from his stand-up comedy routines... You may have seen him in movies starring alongside such actors as The Rock, Will Ferrell, or even Ice Cube. Or maybe trash-talking NBA players from his courtside seats. But there's another side to heart, the serious side. He's very passionate about exercising and motivating others to adopt healthy lifestyles, even people he's never met. ESPN's Chris Connolly sat down with Kevin in Los Angeles after one of his workouts.
2: Even the guys he played basketball with at George Washington High School in Philadelphia knew Kevin Hart was seriously funny. But after enjoying success as a stand-up comic and in the movies, Hart decided he needed to focus on living a healthier lifestyle and getting fit. In June 2015, while filming Central Intelligence in Boston, Hart came up with a way to get his fans started on their own fitness journeys an impromptu tweet asking them to join him in running a 5K.
0: Boston! We about to get this morning 5K in, people. I'm five minutes away. I'm hyped to run with y'all. I figured because I'm in Boston, I need to do like Boston does. Nobody runs like Boston. Let's go, baby!
2: How did the runs begin for you? Me and my
0: my good friend slash trainer, Ronald Balls Everline, we decided to randomly sent out a tweet, tell people to come meet us. We wanted to run uh, a 5K. We had about 300 people show up and we just ran. I was like, oh, this is cool, we should do it again. It was, it was fun because they came to really run. They didn't come to take pictures and say that they were just there and Kevin Hart is here. They came and said, Kevin, are going to run? Come on, let's run. And we ran. And we did it again, it was 700 people. Then we did it again, it was 1,000.
2: In cities all over the world, he'd run. And by the time he made it to his hometown of Philadelphia, the place he left to make it big in show business, it all came together. The flash mobs were up to 2,500, fans eager to cover the distance before meeting their idol.
0: It's a, it's a great feeling to know that you're just affecting people in a positive light. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, you find your true purpose at, at some point in your life for what you really, really were put here for.
2: Well, you make
0: people laugh. Bring people closer together. Everything I do goes in one circle. Laughter brings people closer together. Fitness, health, understanding brings people closer together. Making people live, love, and laugh is what I stand for, is what I represent. I think everything falls into that same circle of going around and saying, wow, this is where Kevin pushes people and this is what Kevin wants. At the end of the day, I think that the world is an amazing place, but it's a better place when people understand that we make each other better. All races, shapes, sizes. If you do things together, you do them as a group. Ultimately, you're showing the power of love, you're showing the power of connectivity. Engagement, that's what I love to do. That's my purpose.
2: How do you like to motivate people when you're doing those runs? What do you do to interact with people?
0: I not only run, but I stay there until everybody's done. So the longer you take, the more you understand that you're holding up my day. I do not leave until everybody's crossed the the finish line. What kinds of things do they say to you? Thank you for doing this. Thank you for helping me take the first step in the right direction. Uh, I'm glad to see that you're not all taught. It's crazy that you're out here and that you're bringing these type of things to the public. This is what people need. Um, Kevin, thanks for inspiring. Thanks for motivating. How does that make you feel when they say those things? I have no gripes at all, but it's not about my feeling. It's about what people are getting from it. So I don't do it for the personal feeling of looking at what I'm doing. I love the fact that people are reacting. That's a good thing.
2: You don't plan these in advance? It's just that you send out a thing on social media that day? up to,
0: that- or We know the cities that we're going to. I mean, now they're a little more organized. Um, you know, I have great partnerships, like I said, with Rally, uh, with Nike. So I'm able to organize things differently and structure them to where we can handle large volumes of people. So sometimes you do need to know where you're going and, and send things out so we know the type of traffic that we're dealing with. The same thing with the health fest, uh, with Raleigh, picking the cities and knowing where we're going and, you know, the large group of people that we're going to have coming so you're prepared for it.
2: Kevin Hart also evangelizes for a fit lifestyle as an ambassador for Rally Health, a company focused on patient engagement in health care. And at 6.45 a.m. on a Wednesday morning, Kevin is already on a treadmill at a gym in North Hollywood, spurred on by his trainer, former college football player Ron Everline, better known as Boss, bantering back and forth to each other like old friends. Boss and Kevin hit the weights and work up a good sweat. It's all annoying. It looks very hard. That that looked very hard, I thought. I
0: don't know why. Ain't hard for me. <laughs> I guess I'm just different. <clears throat> you said how many? 20. 20. All right, brother. Let's go. What's the day of the week? Wednesday. So, smile. It's Wednesday. You almost there, brother. You almost made it. I ain't made nothing. Hmm? I can't hear you over the easy work that I'm doing. <laughs> It's was making all that noise. <laughs> I'm talking while I do it.
2: <laughs> How long did you have to do that before it became easy? This here? Yeah.
0: I actually did this as soon as I was born, when I came out the womb. That's when I first knew I was going to have amazing abs. I came out the womb, and the doctor smacked me on Look. the butt, and I did 20 crunches. This actually may be my wife's shorts, to be honest with you. And if that's the case, then fine. Fine. I'm okay with that. Now I tell you what, she ain't gonna want them back after today.
2: Why does it help to look at yourself while you do that?
0: you want gonna be honest, it's because I look good. Uh I don't I don't really have a better answer than that. Alright, okay. uh, A lot of people.
1: Finish your 20, man.
0: Don't understand. I, I like to look in the mirror.
1: Finish your 20, K. Damn.
0: I
2: look damn good. How many days a week are you doing
0: this? I don't really take off.
2: Six days and every other Sunday you take off?
0: You no, know, Sunday. Care. Sunday is like a cardio. Sunday is <laughs> what I do run, but then I run a lot too. I don't know. I look at it as, right now, I love it. What was I at, 60 or 70? 80. I mean, I love it. I love taking care of myself. I love getting after it every day. So, you don't really need days off. Can you move and work? Do you enjoy what you're doing. Can
2: you talk and work? At this point, I enjoy it, that's why. You enjoy literally doing it or you enjoy what it looks like after you're done? I enjoy both. Everybody likes results. That's why you work hard. How many years now have you had that kind of commitment to being Uh
0: sick? I would say probably three to four. You know, this isn't something that you get overnight. Of course, it's something that you work at. And after working at it, it becomes a lifestyle. You adapt to that lifestyle. And it now is a part of my life. There is no room for error.
2: This is how I move around. What made you decide to make that kind of commitment three or four years ago?
0: I think when you see people close to you, uh, you know, go through health issues, pass away through, like, you know, things that could have been prevented, um, it strikes a a match. It lights a fire that, that makes you aware, you know, when you, high blood pressure, strokes, heart attacks, these things are, are real, you know, these things happen, but they happen more often when you increase the chances of these things coming, you know, if you're not eating correctly, if you're not giving yourself, uh, uh, you know, the proper movement, exercising, just, just literally the general the general things that probably go along with taking care of yourself, when you ignore and avoid those things, that stuff can sneak up on you. And I lost a lot of people um, that were close to me. And with my schedule and the way I was touring and filming and doing movies, eating in any old kind of way, you literally start to look up and you go, wow, you know, I'm falling into the same pattern as some of those people before me fell into, which ultimately is going to put me in the same position. I can make that change now. And really change my lifestyle so that I can constantly give 100% in this
2: area of my life. And that's what I decided to do. What was the first change you saw in yourself once you began to make that commitment?
0: Just your energy. You know, I'm, I'm a 14, 15-hour day guy. with working. So to do that, you need energy. You know, you need to be able to go. You need to be vibrant uh, and constantly give your all. So I can say after doing and making those changes is when I got to see... Oh wow! On camera, I'm different.
2: How about your stand-up? How does that help? in your stand-up.
0: Stand-up, no breaths in between. I'm not winded on stage. I'm not gasping for air in the middle of the performance. I'm I'm going all the way through. It's a it's a good thing.
2: When you play a stadium, how much is it important to be very, 100% like very that? Very important. You got
0: 50,000 people out there ready to laugh. So you don't want to lose your breath in front of 50,000 people. I'm not. I'm not going to increase the chances for you not to laugh. I'm going to make sure that I got, uh, got all my apples in the basket correctly.
2: And what's it been like for you to encourage others to start being fit like you are?
0: I mean, look, you got a platform. You got an amazing platform of 100 million plus people. You know, social media gives you the opportunity to engage authentically, you know, be yourself, be real. How many followers do you have now? Uh, 100 million plus uh, across, across all of them. But, you know, I'm, I'm real with it. I'm not, I'm not fake at all. And I think people see through what's real and what's fake. You know, I can't stand on a platform and preach and speak about health and talk about working out and physical fitness and act as if I do it if you don't see me do it. To really see that I'm committed to this lifestyle, it may motivate or push other people to indulge in this lifestyle.
2: In July, more than 12,000 people joined Hart in New York City's Rockefeller Park for a rally health fest. Hart moved from station to station, doing a spin class, a Zumba workout, playing games in the kid's zone, and participating in a water balloon competition, which turned into him chucking water balloons at the crowd. yourself in a position to get change. When you see change,
0: you see better. When you see better, you see more success. When you see more success, you see more life. When you see more life, you see more
2: smiles.
1: Are you ready?
2: What's it like to be at those big events for Rally that you've been at and see everybody gathered there?
0: I mean, it's great. I love the fact that our partnership is growing and I love that uh, the awareness behind Raleigh and what Raleigh is, is, is growing. I mean, these health fests, once again, are simply put there to inform. You know, we we set up these big events to have people come out, gather all the information, have people that they can talk to and understand every element of health and wellness. And afterwards, we say, now, let this be the start of what should be a life-changing experience. You know, this should be day one for you. And we can't wait to see you when we come back and you tell us about day 75 or day 80. You know, it's it's something that should grow. It's something that should always evolve. And that's what we put ourselves in
2: position to do. Now, fitness is not something that you've never had, though. You go back a long way. I, You were on the swim team when you were young. Yep. Yeah. Philadelphia Department of Recreation, PDR. How did you wind up swimming? Uh, mom
0: made me do it. It's literally that simple. I wish I had a great story behind it, I don't. That is
2: a great story. Why was it important for your mother that you do something that kept you fit like that? It
0: was nothing, no, it had nothing to do with fit. It had to do with keeping me off the streets. So, this takes up all this time, you're gonna swim. That's literally it. It wasn't a love for swimming. It wasn't, this is what I wanna do. It was, this is what you're gonna do. And I had to do it for about 10 years. You were good. I was good to the person that can't swim. These swimmers that I swam with, I was at the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, they were good. I was there because I had to be there. Did you have an event? 50-meter uh, freestyle, 100-meter backstroke. I'm really good. I'm, I'm just being modest. But I wasn't as good as they were. They were junior Olympics, Olympic trials. I never got there.
2: What, if anything, what did that give you? What did that instill in you? Oh, I hate
0: swimming. <laughs> I don't like swimming. My mom made me do it, so now I don't like swimming. I've seen you on your Instagram swimming. I can swim. I've seen well, you do the butterfly effect. I can swim. I don't get in the pool. I don't go to the pools and do laps just because I hate swimming. But I can swim. I can save my life, and I can get in there and do a whole bunch of strokes. But I don't go just for recreation to say, hey, who's trying to do 200-meter freestyle? Uh, it's not going to happen. I hate swimming.
2: We won't see you out there, like, jumping in somebody's pool or anything like that? Just to go swimming? No i go and have some fun at a
0: pool party. Now, you say give it point A to point B. I'll swim there because I know how to swim. But that don't mean I like it. I don't like swimming because I had to do it.
2: But you didn't have to play basketball.
0: No, and that's what I thought I was going to make it at. And I failed at that in high school. <laughs> I thought I was going to the NBA. That went backwards, too. That all happened when I stopped growing. That's a long story.
2: You stopped growing?
0: Yeah, so it was a long story with my knees. It's too much to get into. Still hurts my feelings. You were supposed to be? 6'6". Six, six. According to, according to the doctor that I thought was telling the truth.
2: This is literally true. No, it's not.
0: It was a joke. The doctor was joking with me, but I took it literal. <laughs> I took it serious. And this was at George Washington. George Washington High School, varsity 9th through twelve. You were number five. There you go. Did your research.
2: Hart had an impact on one of his old high school teammates, Kareem Hawkins. Once tipping the scale at 330 pounds, Kareem embraced a healthier lifestyle. Inspired in part by what he saw his friend Kevin doing, Kareem has since lost 80 pounds. Get out of here. And credits, in part, the work that you've done.
0: Wow, man. Watching the work you've
2: done with helping him to lose that weight. Good for Kareem,
0: man. Wow. Congrats. I haven't seen Kareem or talked to him, but now I have to reach out to him. That's huge. There's nothing to... Nothing to, to, to show the shrug. That's amazing to anybody.
2: That's a lifestyle yes.
0: change. Yes, 100%. 100%. Kudos to Ring. Major kudos to Ring. Go Eagles.
2: The Go Eagles? You were the Eagles? Yeah, watching the Eagles. How did you make the transition from focusing on something like basketball to focusing on stand-up?
0: Uh, well, basketball was nothing to focus on. I mean, after school, that was it. Yeah, it was I didn't have letters. I wasn't going to go play college basketball. So I had to figure it out. Uh, Working, having a job, that's fine. Not really what I wanted to do. But I stumbled upon what became my thing, and that was comedy. I knew I wanted to do it. I just didn't know where to go. I got pointed in the right direction. Did it. Fell in love with it. I had to fall in love with it. Put my all into it. Long story short, get noticed. You're ready when you get noticed. You get noticed again. Before you realize it, suddenly you end up in L.A. And when you're in L.A., oh, my God. Wow, this is Hollywood. This is where everything happens. And then suddenly you're doing movies, and you look back at the road, and you go, stand-up comedy is what got me here.
2: And if there's a key turning point in that, what feels like it to you? What's the moment when you... There's that moment that you realize, I can actually make a living doing this.
0: Doing stand-up comedy?
2: Yeah, Probably in New York when
0: I got into all the comedy clubs. That's when you can simply take care of yourself. It's not a lot of money, but it's enough money for you to survive. A state of comedy is, is something that is, is in me forever. I'm true to it. I love it. I'm passionate about it. I'll never leave it. Everything else is second.
1: Thank you to Kevin Hart and Chris Connolly. This episode of SC Featured was produced by Christine Newby and edited by Steve McCarthy and Damian Robinson. Chris Schwartz provided field producing, while Gustavo Coletti is the senior managing producer. And one more thing. If you're listening to us in Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and a review. If you like what you hear, make sure you're subscribed so we're easy to find next time. And if you subscribe in the ESPN app, we can send you an alert whenever we have a new episode. Until next time, thanks for listening. I'm Jen Latta.